When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Somebody who knows more about Port than me, David Kosh, has been good enough to join Port Adelaide Chairman. Welcome to you, Kosh. You're great to have you on. G'day, Dwayne. How are you, mate? Yes, it's, uh, you could almost smell the season ahead of us, can't you? It's uh, exciting. So, cricket goes on too long, don't you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> so you won't be watching day five. Well, when, when it drags on like it has this test, maybe you're right. But uh, it'll be over tonight. Koshy, and then it'll be footy season for even cricket fans. Uh, Port Adelaide's had a win before round one, though. You got them a win. You got them four points. You got them the prison bar jumper back (laughs) for round three. Yeah, yeah. It's a a great result. And, uh, you know, it means, you know, more than anyone, means a lot to our members, uh, a lot to our people. And sort of we've we've been annoying everyone for years so we do it every year around this time we uh, formally apply uh, to wear uh, the prison bar Guernsey for our home showdown and uh, you know we've uh, this year it's been um, a terrific result which is which is great and and really came out of the blue I was talking to Jeff Brown uh, on a different AFL matter last week and uh, he goes you know gosh yeah, I just respect the history of your club. Uh, we've got to get this done this year. And uh, <laughs> I must admit, it shocked me a bit. And I said, mate, let's, have, let's make it happen. So we caught up at the, uh, the president's meeting on Thursday after that and uh, uh, agreed to it Friday night. The AFL signed, signed off on it. So um, it's, it's happened pretty quickly. So it was of Jeff Brown's instigation which is even more amazing to me as well it sounds like you get on pretty well with him um i do look jeff jeff understands our history and um you know i i i talk to him pretty regularly um on a whole bunch of uh, different afl matters as you as you do with the different presidents uh probably he uh, and andrew pridham at the swans are the two i'm i'm closest to and and uh um, he, I, we would often talk uh, with me growing up um, in Adelaide, a Port Adelaide supporter. It was just just natural that Collingwood was your BFL team, and I, I, I grew up in the Lenny Thompson era and things like that. And uh, you know, John, Jack Hale going and coaching there. Uh, Greg Phillips went and played there. Uh, Choco won a Best and Fairest. Um, we've had these links over over generations, and he understands how important the prison bar is. And Buckley winning a uh, a premiership in the prison bar he understands what it means to us and uh, and respects that. So it was it's been a breath of fresh air to talk to him about it. Now I know you're probably not going to ask for it to be every year right now because it's just a an enjoyable concession that Port Adelaide get to wear it this year. But is that where the future lies? Home showdown every year, once a year, every year. We we would like that, um, and uh, and Jeff understands that. And over the the next twelve months, we'll we'll work towards that. But um, I look, I think if we can 
uh, if we can show, you know, I know it gets under some people's skin. Why do we have to go um, to Collingwood for approval? But but that was a deal done long ago, and you got to stick by it. Uh, and the, the letter of the agreement. But I think there there is a mood, there is a sense of goodwill um, that you know we're in with a good chance of um, of making it more permanent and and I'd like to see us elevate the importance of our games against Collingwood um, um, a couple of clubs that are kindred spirits that grew up in you know the, the magpies in the in the in the two different states um, a similar profile success sort of a um, similar hatred from opposition clubs in their individual states. Uh, let's celebrate that. And you know, I'm going down. I'm going to the MCG for round two uh, for the for the Port Collingwood game. And I reckon if there are Port supporters who earmark a weekend away to follow the team, uh, the Collingwood game at the G, um, I reckon would be a good one. So I reckon we can do more work there to to elevate the Collingwood game and and celebrate the links between the two clubs. So is that where Port Adelaide fans can do their bit back for Collingwood? Is that what Collingwood, what can, what does Collingwood get out of this? Are you asking all Port Adelaide fans to show your support for Collingwood and make the trip yeah. round two for that game? Yeah, I, I reckon, and and that, that's a that's a uh, a message to uh, I think a, a nice message of goodwill going back the other way that uh, that just been terrific in. Um, getting us to wear the prison bar in, in round three at the showdown and hopefully in future years as well uh, and a way to show our appreciation back. Um, go, go and support uh, Port Adelaide against Collingwood and and all that the history of the two clubs means to both of us. I think that that would be a, a great way to show it. And you host Collingwood later in the year at Adelaide Oval as well, so there's a, yeah. a chance for you to do something for Collingwood there too? Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I, as I say, the, I think we've forgotten in all of this discussion about the, using the prison bar, we, I think we've, we've forgotten how close the two clubs have been for, you know, 100 years. Um, and, and we should be able to get back to that um, go, going forward. And, and we, we still play in the prison bar in the Sample League. That's, that's where where it all comes from. So, um, yeah, I, I, I can foresee sort of much closer links for, between the two clubs, which I think is good for everyone. And the last one on this, the AFL leaves it up to you and Collingwood, so they don't play a role in this at all. Whatever you and a Collingwood agree to, the AFL will pretty much rubber stamp. Yeah, because they, um, they go back to that agreement that was done years ago uh, that we could wear the... Uh, the prison bar during heritage rounds um, once a year and then the year after that was signed heritage rounds were, were dropped from the AFL calendar um, and that's also something Jeff recognises but you know there, there was a spirit of that agreement for us to wear it once a year um, and there's no greater sort of heritage round for us than the two South Australian clubs playing against each other, which is uh, uh, the showdown is a celebration of, uh, 
of football in South Australia. So, you know, there's an acknowledgement from Jeff that it's in... He he feels a decision is in the spirit of, of that agreement anyway. I'd ask you what your expectation is for this year, David, but it, it would be a, a silly question because I know that you're always expecting to make the eight and push for the flag. Yeah, That's what you always absolutely. expect, isn't it? Well, you always expect... Expectation is to make finals and put ourselves in, in the best possible position to go uh, to go deep into September and and ultimately win a flag. That's that's uh, and and I that language has not changed since I took on the job as uh, as president of Port Adelaide. It's pretty simple. Um, there should never be a year that we don't make finals and. Uh, you know, uh, that's why you will never hear the word rebuild from me or whatever, because I I think it's uh, an excuse for failure. And and we know our members and supporters, which have an expectation um, that we are competitive and successful every year, and success is success is making finals, and we embrace that expectation. You're not worried about being in that twilight zone of not winning a flag and not dropping out to oh, I hate that. bottom four? I, I hate that. Uh, I hate the, um, that, that sort of zone of being mediocre and sort of being on the edge of finals. Uh, there is nothing more frustrating uh, than that. So I think... We, we've got the list, we've got the uh, the resources, we've got the football department. Um, I think, do our members proud this year? And that's my expectation. And you've already, you always have given the footy department the rubber stamp to go and get Lysette, go and get Dixon, go and get Finlayson, go and get yeah. Aaliyah. Yeah, you uh, want them to... Our list management guys, um, Jason Cripps and the list management and Chris Davies and... Um, are just enormous for us. And I think the plaudits they got after the last trade period are uh, absolutely deserved. Uh, they're the best in the business. So we've always got to think aggressively. We've always got to be constantly uh, looking at our mix. And I know um, that's the message I get from them. They are constantly improving. And I know that they're working on, on next year's list even now. Um, that's how, how far out they do their planning. It's a it's a dark art, but I don't even pretend to understand what they do um, <laughs> in terms of the finer points of it. But uh, uh, they're the ultimate professionals. And you believe it's flag worthy this list this year? Oh, I think. Look, we've got to give our ourselves the very best chance to compete for a flag and. I think we've um, our list has improved from last year, and I reckon they will give us the very best chance to succeed. And that that's all you can expect. Um, you there are so many factors that you can't count on. You know, there's injuries as a whole. There's a bit of luck. Um, you know, I, I would argue we we lucked out on. on both those areas last season. Hopefully, um, we can we can get a bit more balance this year in terms of uh, winning close games and not having as many collision injuries as we did last year. And fingers crossed, if the uh, footy gods uh, are watching, I, I reckon we've got the 
uh, we've got the coaching staff and the, the playing staff to, uh, to do us proud. And I won't drag you through the whole Ken Hinckley ringer over and over again, but you mentioned earlier, well, about a month ago, that you won't make a decision until August, which yep. was a surprise oh. month for me, given that August is round 21-22, and the season doesn't finish till a month later. So what is your time frame? Do you have to make a decision for Ken's sake by then, do you think? Um, no, we've, we've discussed it with Ken, and we don't want any distractions uh, whatsoever during the year. We don't want every discussion and every radio interview or every press conference to to be about Ken's contract. So we've just taken it completely off the table and until August. And it allows uh, the team, uh, both the coaching staff and the playing staff, to concentrate on getting the wins and doing what they do best. And that's that's playing good footy. So you can be successful, in inverted commas, without winning a flag. What what will you measure Ken Hinckley's year on come the end of September? <laughs> um, well, uh, I'll do that in in August. Uh, you're not going to weasel it out of me, <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne. Other, other, otherwise, it'll just be a topic of conversation for the entire year. And I want, want it to be, if anyone brings it up, that everyone listening will be bored stupid because they'll actually know the foundation on which, uh, because that's the disciplined way to do it. That's the professional way to do it. It is not giving a running commentary um, each week. So, you know, ask me in August and uh, uh, happy to talk about it then. It's a fair answer, Koshi, I've got to say, because I see another couple of clubs. Well, Chris Fagan's been reappointed or extended by Brisbane because they've kind of felt that it's unfair to let him coach this year finally of his contract with so much unknown. So they've taken that attitude, and I get that's their attitude, that's fine. Saints re-signed Brett Ratton halfway through last year because things were going okay. <laughs> then they missed the eight, and they end up replacing him as coach. So it is a bit of a dilemma for a chairman as to what time's the right time to be making decisions. Yeah, and the right time is at the end of the season in, in just the cold, hard, lighter day. Um, I I would challenge you to come up with an example of where uh, a club has made uh, any sort of extreme decision in the middle of the year and it's been successful and has has changed the course of the year. Uh, I can't think of any. Uh, Good good clubs give their uh, football department the very best chance uh, of winning without any distractions, and that's what we do. A couple of quick ones, Koshy. Um, where are you? Where's the club? Where's David Kosh on the Tasmanian 19th licence? Um, we've, we've always been the same. Is if I think the, the uh, entry card to the AFL dance is that you have a stadium that is world-class standard, um, and I think that's out of respect to the to the competition and also the fans of the competition and our members. We play in great stadiums, every single AFL team. Um, so so part of the ticket to the dance is, is to have a world-class stadium, um, uh, which um, is on the agenda and they've got a, um, they've got a location for it at the, the wharves in Hobart. I think that's a very minimum. 
um, and also support from the state government, particularly in the first t- 10 years, to uh, uh, to underwrite any losses. And if, if both of those can be achieved, um, uh, Port Adelaide doesn't have a problem with Tasmania being the 19th team. You know, we're, we're not-for-profits. Uh, football clubs and uh, and the AFL. It's about community. It's about heartlands, but it's got to be sustainable, and that's the important thing. You, you just can't go half cocked into the these areas. So, if it, if they deliver on those two pillars, not a problem at all. Well, no one knows whether it's going to be more sustainable than you. The finance and money is your forte, Koshi. You've looked at the numbers. How does it look? <laughs> Um, oh look! It needs the government support. It needs the federal government support to um, uh, to build the stadium. Um, look, there there are a lot of people that are saying, uh, "How can Tasmania afford a new stadium? How can they afford a new stadium just for AFL?" And if you take the Adelaide Oval um, uh, redevelopment as an example, there was a lot of controversy about that. There was marching in the street. Um, uh, even with the, the pedestrian bridge over the Torrens. And now there is not... I would, you would be hard-pressed to find a critic of it. Um, both sides of politics agree that it is the best bit of public infrastructure um, in a generation for South Australia. It's transformed the city. Um, it has brought enormous economic benefit. Uh, as you saw with Ed Sheeran, a lot of the shows on at the moment, um, and that will happen with with Tasmania as well. So, it's it's a big chunk of infrastructure. There's no doubting a, a, about that. But the ripple effect uh, through the city and also the state's economy can be enormous if it's managed well. And one without notice: Is there any involvement Porter AFL in getting in excess? Involved in the season this year, David? <laughs> uh, what, the individuals? Um, well, I know that uh, Michael Hutchins can't never, be involved, but he's... No, no, never, never, never tear us apart. Uh, of course, uh, remains as one of our, our game day uh, rituals. Um, uh, uh, Tim Ferriss can't play anymore because of that, that accident uh, with his hand, but, but uh, all of the guys... Um, just love the way that uh, that we treat the song, the way it's become such a part of the heart of the Port Adelaide community. And, you know, I went to school with a couple of them, so I've, I've known them over the years. And I was, a, as a kid, was always in the mosh pit of NXS when they were playing on the northern beaches of uh, Sydney at, at, the, at, the, at the Manly Vale and, and the Antler. So, um, yeah, they they love how it's become part of our heritage at, uh, at Port Adelaide. So they're very supporting. There's a sliding doors moment. You could have been a singer, David, had the, the <laughs> planets aligned for you. Well, did you know, Dwayne, that I actually fronted In Excess for one song at a concert and sang Don't Change, um, one of their hits. I could have gone to heaven, a, died and gone to heaven, a very happy man uh, after that. They... Um, they, they said, well done, at the end of it, at the end of the show, but had never invited me back to sing ever again. So that's a bit of a testament, I think, of how I went down. Well, we're out of time, but you can take us to the break with a few <laughs> bars of it if you like, David. 
No, I'll take you to a few bars of... Uh, no. no. I, won't, I, won't, I won't put you through that torture. Look forward to it at some stage, maybe in private. Great to have you, Koshy. Thanks for the expanded chat and good luck in 2023. Good on you, Dwayne. Thank you. David Kosh, Port Adelaide chairman and uh, finance guru, and you can check him out the website. He's got um, his podcast as well. He's got a whole range of opportunities for you to tap into his brain. It was great for us to tap into his brain for a few minutes today.